Hello, kiddies, and welcome to another exciting episode of the IntelliKey podcast. As usual, I am your humble host, Paul Lado, and tonight I thought I'd tone it down a little bit and we could have a little bit of fun because it's all been a little bit tense with some of the subjects we've been covering. And I thought I'd do some crazy, weird shit that I've read over the internet over the week. And I tell you what, there is some weird, weird. You couldn't, you couldn't make this shit up right? That's how crazy it is. There's stuff in there about amputated penises and Tinder dates gone wrong. You name it. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some laughs. As usual, the rules of engagement, I don't do research. so I don't know if this shit is true or not. You don't know if this shit is true or not. Just enjoy it. Two, I swear a lot. Fuck shit, ass cunt boobs. So if you don't like swearing, I'm sorry if I've offended your, you know, Christian beliefs or whatever, but you're going to have to move right along. And of course, the third one, dude, any advice I give you that works for me may not work for you. So take everything with a grain of salt. Don't try shit that I tell you and then come back and say it didn't work. Maybe you did it wrong. Maybe it doesn't work for you. So you know what? Take everything with a grain of salt. We have got some awesome music, uh, a lot of eclectic stuff, stuff from Blondie to Kings of Leon to Wolf Alice to the Cranberries, you name it. So I hope you guys stay with me for the next hour and we'll be back soon with a few cool stories.
are back. And, you know, let's get straight into the thick of it with uh, any man's worst nightmare, of course, amputated penis. So uh, a man who had a two-day erection has had the tip of his penis amputated by doctors. And so here's the story, right? There was a man in India, and he had to have his penis partially amputated after he developed gangrene from an erection that lasted two days. Dude, that's that's a heavy-duty erection, right? He was a 52-year-old who uh, went to the doctors because he couldn't get rid of that painful and sustained erection, right? Now, the medics, uh, they bungled things up a little bit. They drained the blood from his penis, but left a catheter in and tightly dressed his penis with a catheter in it. Dude, that's crazy. And uh, unfortunately, it caused the patient to develop some black gangrene, which sounds fucking awful. I googled some pictures of it. It is not good. Um, they were left with very little options but to amputate after we reported back to them showing signs of severe tissue damage caused by acute loss of blood circulation. Yuck! And so um, details of this highly unusual case which occurred at uh, King's George King George's Medical University in Lucknow in northern India was published in the, the British Medical Journal. And the man had been suffering from Priapism, which is a medical term for a persistent and painful erection. I think every man at one time or another in their lives suffers from priapism. I reckon it's a, a, a an underreported condition. Uh, although it's not known what caused the patient's condition, but experts consider an erection lasting more than 48 hours a medical emergency. Now, the National Health Service, right, in, in the UK, um, parapism can be caused by sickle cell disease or by the use of illegal or legal prescription drugs for erectile dysfunction, including Viagra. Note, kiddies, stay away from too much Viagra. So a doctor called Dr. Sakid Medi wrote in his case report, we removed his urethral catheter, but still the black color of glands penis deepened over the next day and a clear line of demarcation became visible between it and the penile shaft. This shit is making me cringe just reading it. So three weeks after the life-changing uh, operation, the man was able to urinate as usual and now has a healthy wound. Oh, fuck. I don't even want to think about it. Dr. Medi suggested that catheter and tight dressing put on after the procedure could have triggered the gangrene of the patient. Duh! Duh, dude! You fucking compressed all that blood into his dick! That's fucking insane! Absolutely insane! Guys, be careful with all this Viagra shit. It's not pretty at all. Right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, a man who never felt human now lives his life as a dog in a $2,000 fursuit. What the fuck, yo? So, a hump up who says he has never felt like a man, eats his meals out of a dog bowl, wears a dog mask, and often barks at, licks, and bites friends. Fuck. So this dude, Kaz James, right, 37 years of age, Kaz, number one, that's a weird fucking name, and two, 37 is old enough to have his shit together, claims he's felt like a dog since childhood and says he always felt weird and unable to relate to others before finally allowing his pup persona to shine through his late teens. I'm going to put it out there, Kaz, there's some deep, deep shit in your past, homie, and you could probably put 10 psychologists' kids through university. Uh, he's a store manager from uh, Greater Manchester, 
Um, he says that uh, has had help from an online pup play community and open-minded friends to transition from part-time pooch to confident canine. So the self-professed full-time orange, brown and camo canine unleashes his doggy personality by barking at friends, carrying items with his teeth and snacking on bonios. Outside of working can be found in a customized rubber outfits, masks, dog leads, harnesses, and even a bespoke 2000 pound fursuit. I didn't ever feel like a human. I always felt like a dog that was really out of place, he said. I never really had a name for it. Being a pup wasn't a thing I knew about. When I met other people like me, I felt I could be myself. I was known by my friends for saying hello to them by grabbing hold of the collar of their shirt in my teeth and biting or licking them. Very canine type behaviours. It was always how I was. The first time I heard the term of being a pup was through a pup I met online. He was the first person I met who was like me. Through him, I knew other pups and learned a whole new language of this other world that I didn't know about with a whole bunch of other people who were like me. It was liberating moment, knowing there were other people like me, having felt properly weird for the longest time. <sighs> Kaz says he always felt like there was something not right with other people when he was around them. I find that to be the epitome of irony. Everyone's different. Okay, so here's my thing, right, guys? Here's my thing. That's cool, dude. I got no problems with that, man. You want to be a pup? Go, go be a pup right um if it makes you happy if you're not hurting anyone if you're not hurting yourself go do it dude you know it's better than being addicted to ice so good on you kaz james you're a fucking weirdo but i support your right to be a fucking weirdo roof roof all right i'm gonna play a couple songs and we'll be back with a few more weird stories Shine with the sun, we rise again. Walking on. 
there was a time I used to look into my father's eyes In a happy home I was a king, I had a golden throne Those days are gone Now the memories on the wall I hear the songs From the places where I was born Upon a hill across the blue lake That's where I had my first heartbreak I still remember how it all changed My father said Don't you worry, don't you worry, child She had a sky to plan for you Don't you worry, don't you worry Next one's a little bit weird because I don't know if anyone knows what mansplaining is. It's when a man tells a woman about something in detail that one, she fucking already knows about, right? And two, you're just telling her shit she already knows, right? So just shut the fuck up. Mansplaining happens all the time. Don't worry. Woman-splaining happens as well. It's just underreported. But mansplaining, especially at the moment, is having something of a of a resurgence, right? So, 
First, there was this guy who kind of tried to explain the difference between a vagina and a vulva. I understand why you try to explain that, dude. You don't even have one. Then, uh, hold on, that dude's heels came another bloke who calculated how many tampons a woman needs per menstrual cycle. Again, you're fucking punching way above your weight division. Stop it. But there is a new dude, a new contender for Mansplain of the Year 2019. And it started with a um, one male Twitter user wrote something like, uh, shaking hands with a woman is like shaking hands with a child. The fuck? Uh, it seems artificial and vaguely patronizing. The handshake was designed as a greeting between men to show that your sword hand was empty. Fuck me. Who comes up with this shit? Um... It is an interesting bit of trivia, dear listeners, but it is also a bit fucking offensive, right? Um, So this other woman, Amy Brown, she decided to gently poke fun at the man, responding, cool, I'll just slap you in the face when I see you then, and joked she was seven and a half feet tall, right? See, that's a little bit fucked up as well. I find that we dickheads that say shit like that, like the guy said... They're waiting for a response. If you're actually a smarter strategist, you just let it go through to the keeper and don't say shit. By saying, I'll just slap you in the face when I see you then, all you've really done is just lowered yourself down to their level. But that's a conversation for a different time, folks. So, um, what the guy didn't realize, sorry, the guy didn't realize that Amy was just kidding because he then casually found a photo of her from her wedding day and used it along with trigonometry, which I take my hat off to him. Trig is hard to prove to her that she's not even seven foot tall, that she's not seven feet tall, should I say. So then it all kind of kicks off. He starts to say shit like, tries to mansplain to her. And I mean, I can't show you guys the picture, but it's fucking awesome. He says, the efficient, the efficient, the officiant at her wedding is clearly standing on the box. The whole room is calibrated to make the very tall couple feel comfortable on their most special day. Right? Which is kind of weird, right? Um, and then she writes back, wait till he finds out that the poster is an 8x10 photo. So, it's kind of fucking crazy, right? Because, I don't know if you guys are interested or not, if Amy was 7 foot 6 inches tall, this would make her only a smidgen shorter than the actual tallest woman in the world, who's a woman called Sandy Allen, who still holds the record, right? So, I don't know where the fuck this guy got this idea that this woman was 7 foot 6. Fucking strange. Because she had joked to him that she'd slap him in the face uh, because she was seven and a half feet tall. That's where it all comes from, which I may have missed. Jesus, that segment went to shit real quick, didn't it, folks? Mm. So let's move right along because uh, that one uh, did not go very, very well at all. Now, let's talk about babies. I love babies. I hope you guys love babies. So there is a, a little baby called Boston, four months old, um, but he's already got a barnet, 
some grown men can only dream of. And you should see the photo. Look him up. Little baby Boston. This motherfucker has got it going on. He's got like the whole Kevin Bacon do. And I'm talking like Kevin Bacon, like Kevin Bacon, the whole spiked up mullet thing. It looks awesome. So impressive is his hair that his uh, mum, Tara Simich, and believe it or not, they're from Perth. She says that it stops people in their tracks, right? And so this is something that I don't kind of agree with. She proudly shows off his his beautiful hair. It's this bouffant kind of a hair on Instagram. Uh, and she says, look, it totally causes a stir wherever he goes. And so many people kind of stop because I'm telling you, I'd stop if I saw this baby. So he's got his little baby face, but his hair is spiked up to the same height of the rest of his face. And it's fucking crazy, right? What I, I guess there's two things that I like to, to talk about this that kind of drew my attention. One is more and more children are being put up on things like Instagram and stuff is this kind of brand, right? The Boston, the baby Boston brand. And it's okay to share this shit in a private kind of closed environment like Facebook where I'm showing it to your friends, but you're basically putting your kid up there uh, to Instagram, which pretty much anyone can, can access, right? Two is, Jesus Christ, this kid, he may not even want to. He's going to look back at this shit when he's 18 and go like, mum, where the fuck did you do that? right? Why does everyone want their 15 minutes of fame? I don't understand it. I've never wanted it. I certainly don't want it. But poor little baby Boston, this poor little guy, although he does have some awesome hair, and I take my hat off to you, kid. You got some awesome hair. Look it up. Little baby Boston, Perth, Australia. Um, dude, you really, really should tell your mum to just chill the fuck out. All right, I'm going to play a couple of songs and uh, we'll be back soon.
All right, we are back. And as usual, let's do a shout out to our wonderful show's sponsors. Tracks Restaurants at 533 Nepean Highway, Bomb Beach, and Zanko at 627 Nepean Highway, Karim. Uh, okay, tracks. Monday night, Wednesday night, Palm night, Thursday night, steak night, somewhere between 20 and $23, and you get a massive meal and a drink. Zanko, it's Tuesday nights, Thursday nights, uh, Palmer night, Monday night, steak night. Damn, i got a good memory. Uh, go down there, say hi to Jeff and Casey, say hi to baby Zander, who's not a baby anymore, um, and have yourself a massive, massive meal. Those Palmers are huge, man. They're falling off the plate. So go there today. Get something to eat. Ozpit Minders, your trusted pet care alternative at ozpitminders.com.au. Call Mr. Spencer today, 048 They do dog walking, pet transport, waste removal, feeding and watering. They administer medications. If you go away, they'll do bins in and out, security checks, pretty much everything that you need with your pets or your going away security stuff. Go to ozpitminders.com.au or call them on 048 Doobsis.com, that's D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com, web and application development. Uh, my homeboy, Ivan, they, he does uh, application development, website development. He does custom PHP and JavaScript modules. He'll change existing websites. He'll do deployment roadmaps, on-page and off-page uh, off search engine optimization. Pretty much everything you need for your web and application development needs. Go to doobsis.com, that's D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com. And of course, Cruise PT. Uh, my little brother, Phil the Cruise at Cruise PT, that's C-R-U-Z space PT for personal training. If you've ever wanted to get super fit, learn how to fight without getting punched in the face, he is your man. Reach out to Cruise PT on Facebook and Instagram. He's got some mad workouts up there. Uh, tell him his big brother sent you and he will definitely look after you. Okay, I've got a couple more. Um, this one is, I love it when a fundraiser goes wrong. I love it when a fundraiser goes wrong. So here's this thing, right? Um, I think we can all agree that teenage girls can be very stubborn and persistent. And sometimes it's easy for everyone if you just give in to them, right? I don't have any teenage girls, but you know what? My brother does, and I know they can be persistent. But there was this one teacher that has learned the hard way that sometimes this is not the best fucking way to go. So this this uh, unnamed sports coach is uh, really shit scared at the moment that she's going to get fired um, after she gave in to the pleas of several high school girls. So the school that she worked at uh, had a charity car wash to raise money, and the girls begged, begged to wear bikini tops and denim shorts while they worked, right? as it was evidently about 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, I don't know what the fuck that is in Celsius, but it seems to be hot. And the teacher reluctantly agreed, but knew they would probably live to regret that situation, right? You got teenage girls. This is not good, man. This isn't the 70s or the 80s. We don't do that. So um, the teacher wrote on Reddit, um, 
Am I the arsehole for allowing the girls on my high school track team, I'm the new head coach, wear bikini tops and cut off shorts for fundraising car wash? Yes, you are an arsehole. Unbelievable. So she says, basically, I just graduated college and got my teaching certificate last year. The school needed a track coach or the program would fold. So I volunteered, even though district guidelines specify that a certain number of years is required before taking a head coach position. The principal waived this. We have some very talented girls and I enjoy it. She went on to explain that the team was scheduled to take part in the <laughs> Fucking hell. The team was scheduled to take part in a charity car wash for the school. Which is good, right? They're raising money. They're doing the good a good thing. And uh, she says, on Monday, one of the girls asked me if they could wear bikini tops and cut off shorts. They argued it was for their comfort since it's about 80 here today. Uh, I was a little nervous, but I agreed. Apparently, word got out on social media, and we had a line of 30 of cars 30 minutes before we even started. <laughs> I am so naive. I initially thought people were just being charitable, but when I saw boys from surrounding schools, I knew something was up. What the fuck did you think was going to happen, woman? You take a bunch of teenage girls, stick them in bikini tops, and cut off denim shorts. They're going to come from miles away, right? They're like sniff the air. They go, I smell teenage girls in bikini tops and cut off shorts in that direction. And off they go. Um, the teacher added that all the men soon started to take notice of what was going on. And now parents are furious with them. They added that the issue had been reported back up the chain and they're scared shitless of losing their job. So, um... I guess, look, I guess, I don't know. I, I, so I gave this one some thought and there's there's a couple of things that I guess we need to think about. One is, <coughs> excuse me, there's a part of me that says those girls should be comfortable, right? And... Um, you know what? People should respect. You know, they're not meat, right? Just because they got a bikini top on and shorts. But then a part of me says, grow the fuck up, Lido. Right? The reality of the situation is that men are men, boys are boys. They don't have good judgment. These girls don't have good judgment. That's why they have someone in charge, a teacher. And she's meant to have better judgment and go, yeah, you know what? I think we're going to get a lot of perverts come through and get their cars washed. Having said that, I am sure they made a shit load of money. So I'm a little bit divided on this one. And finally, one for the road is about a, a wonderful woman who tried to undertake this wonderful touching gesture for a stranger in a coffee shop and it went horribly wrong. So evidently, um, there was a woman, she went to the local coffee shop, right? And standing next to her was uh, another woman behind her in line with a toddler, a little kid, and she was so sweet, and the little boy was saying hello to everyone in line, and, and it kind of genuinely brightened her day, you know, the mum was happy, the kid was happy, and so while this woman was standing near the cash register waiting for her order, the woman stepped up and ordered a $4 coffee, and because this woman was kind of so happy that, you know, this mum and her kid had made everyone happy, um, she offered to pay, and the woman was so grateful that she even thanked her twice, but then everything went horribly fucking wrong and this is how the the woman that that 
undertook the gesture said she said right after she turned back to the cashier and said in that case you can add two extra shots and a blueberry muffin um and so the woman was so taken aback she immediately told the cashier that she had changed the mind and she could pay for her own order um she then walked over picked up her drink and left without another word and her, this woman's thoughts are, is she an asshole for reneging uh, on her offer? The answer is, fuck no, right? Uncle Paul believes that kindness can often be mistaken for weakness, right? You try to do something kind and people think, oh, this person's weak. I'm going to take advantage of them. And you have to slap them, slap them, right? Back in a place. Because at the end of the day, you try to do something nice and she tried to take advantage of you and you had to put her back in her place. What I would say is this, not everyone is an asshole, right? There are good people out there. So don't stop carrying out little acts of kindness. Just be aware that when you undertake that kindness and someone tries to take advantage of that kindness, you have to slap them. I mean, slap them. Um, because that's fucking not right, dude. Two extra shots in a muffin. Get the fuck out of here. Not at all. Okay, I'm going to play a couple more songs and we're going to come back and close off this show.
Bells in my stones. Let it rain, I hide your plane in the bank. Coming down at the Dow Jones. When the clouds come, we gone. We Rockefellers, we fly higher than weather. And cheap vibes are better. You know me. In anticipation for precipitation, stack chips with a rainy day. Jay, Rain Man is back. With little Miss Sunshine, Rihanna, where you at? You have my heart, and we'll never be worlds apart. Maybe in magazines, but you'll still be my star. Baby, cause in the dark, you can't see shiny cars.
All right, we are back, and we've reached the end of yet another show. And you know what? There's some weird shit going on in this world, isn't there? Like, I, I, I watch weird news like this throughout the week, and I often sit there and go, God damn, dude. Where the fuck are these people from? And really, why do you even bother to, you know, read fiction when life is so much more interesting? Um, I guess one of the things that I'm always interested in is how people react to situations. And I still find that so many people just have no goddamn idea of how to react to situations, when in actual fact, it is so, so much easier to just do the right thing, dude. Just keep doing the right thing, and you will be fine. But I just, I just think it's crazy that people still place themselves in these crazy, fucked up situations, like get erections for two days, and decide that it's a good idea to let teenage girls wear bikini tops at charities. It's just fucking insane. Anyway, I hope you guys have had a little bit of a laugh. I've certainly had an awesome laugh. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Remember who loves you. Uncle Paulie loves you. And we'll see you next week. Deuces. You think you've got the stuff You're telling me and anyone You're hard enough You don't have to put up a fight You don't have to always be right let me take some of the punches for you tonight. Listen to me now. I need to let you know. You don't have to go in alone. And it's you.
And as you head to the tunnel's light, 